show. A lot of conversations that sure do flow. Local comedians, man, you need to see them, baby. So check out Lynn's show. Hello and welcome to another episode of You Have a Lot of Options. I, of course, am your host, Lynn Navratil. Hit like, subscribe, do whatever you want. Uh, or you can, hopefully this is the podcast that saves you from Vecna. Uh, I did find that out earlier today that Spotify did develop podcasts, uh, not podcasts, they developed playlists. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. There could be podcasts. Uh, there would be a lot of – there would be – if it was podcasts that saved you from Vecna, uh, you start floating and then you just hear the Joe Rogan Experience theme song starting. It's just like, oh, no. We're going to hear so many bad hot takes today. Uh, but uh, by, by the time that you hear this, you will have already gotten over Vecna because Stranger Things will have been out for a week. And that was amazing what happened. They all died or they all lived. Uh, someone here had a, a spicy take about it a second ago. He is my wonderful guest. He is a local comedy, uh, comedy person, which is just a comedian, except I couldn't find the word. A uh, local magician, a magician comedian, a comedian magician. It's Mr. Samuel Bricker, everybody. Woo! Hello, hello, thank you. Yes, uh, my girlfriend and her brother call it clown magic comedy. Uh, one thing I guess Davis didn't tell you is that I do typically, if not doing a, oh gosh, this sentence is hard, if not doing an open mic where I have a little bit more time, I do perform in full clown makeup Ooh, and a tuxedo. I so, love that. Actually. Oh, thank you. Dude. I do too, except for the zits I get from the grease paint. Dude, I've been outside a lot lately, and I've been getting, <laughs> I've been getting so may to the point where I'm like, I'm happy I'm married because <laughs> I feel very like 15 right now. I'm just like, oh my god, I woke up with a pimple. Just devil horns on yeah. your face all the time. I have... Well, I have you used the stars or the smiley faces? What are the, the hydrocolloid patches? I, I, so I did use the hydro... <laughs> I don't know how to say that. I wish, no, I got I wish we had visuals for it because the, the... I've never seen someone's lips move so much oh, for one word. It was very... <laughs> It was very good of just like hydrochloric acid. Or, no, uh, but I did use those pads. But then I found out they dry your skin out, and yeah, they do. which makes so much sense because every like winter and summer I would get like a little dry patch like in the middle of my forehead. It would be so annoying because I would just I would just flake. Like people would yeah. just talk to me, and I would just like have dry skin and flake. Well, at for fourteen ninety nine at Walmart, you could have those patches be in the shapes of stars. Ooh. Yeah, it makes you look uh, pretty. When you're dealing, well, you know, we're all beautiful, no matter what our skin looks like. We're all, I have combination skin. <laughs> we're all beautiful, but some of you have some of the worst personalities I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Samuel, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited, but nervous, but more excited than nervous. I just, um, uh, yeah, I've never been on a podcast before, and uh, I am a fan of yours. I, I've only Thank listened you. to, yeah, I've, I've seen you uh a few times in Kaylee's backyard, and then one other time somewhere else that I don't remember, and I 
I always liked what you were doing. Um, and so since Davis had uh, put us together, did we talk about that already? <laughs> uh, probably at some point. Also, I love that when you're like, I've seen you in Kaylee's backyard, uh, there is no indication that it was for comedy. Like, I just saw you in Kaylee's backyard and you were just yeah. peeping in. Well, Shout yeah. out Kaylee, I'll be there tonight. <laughs> I was the construction worker working on her neighbor's uh, porch when that was happening. Just I lo- kidding. I love that. I love that for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you were yeah. a little bit of backstory. You were recommended by a mutual friend of ours, Davis, uh, because, like I said in the intro, you are a comedy magician. And yes. What, for our audience members that don't know what that is, what is a comedy magician? Uh, a person who gets dirty looked out of a lot of open mic nights is mm. <laughs> what happens. But also, that could be based on my material and skill level. Um but a comedy magician is someone who does, it's, it's, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like, it's someone who does both comedy and magic at the same time. Uh, Penn and Teller, some of the, the best at it, and the longest um, running duo, headliners in Vegas. Um, their popular one also, uh, for reference, the amazing Jonathan, uh, who recently passed, is also mm-hmm. uh, probably one of my biggest... Uh, influences, which is funny, I actually learned about him after I kind of established my style, and and, um, and, and it just seemed that we both had a similar approach. Uh, yeah. Very much like uh, I, I also do my stuff, like I said, in full clown, and uh, very much like what's called a Buffon clown, and I might get corrected by all the clown heads out there, but a Buffon clown is the uh, kind of clown that, like, if you've heard of the Red Bastard in Vegas, or uh, they just kind of make you uncomfortable, but not in, like, an aggressive, un- uh, unpleasant way, but they're, they, uh, I don't know, they're just really out there and bizarre, and not what you think of as a traditional clown, but also not scary, because I don't fuck with scary clowns. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, there are a lot of clown heads that listen to this, me and, IC- <laughs> me and ICP, those are the, we have the same fan base, it's very interesting, uh, yeah. whenever we go to, like, no. concerts. Shout out the Juggalos. Shout out <laughs> Juggalos, don't ever come talk to me, but shout out the Juggalos. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, now, why, uh, why <laughs> comedy magic? Why not one or the other? Yeah, so actually, um, it's probably just because I, I, like many people who, or I think many people who do any kind of comedy, have grown up using comedy and jokes and a sense of humor as, like, my coping mechanism to get through my, you know, just the world and anxiety and stuff like that, and me being a loser as a child for the most part, um, and learning magic uh, uh, really helped. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, I mean, I wasn't a total loser. I I had friends, but I definitely was socially uncomfortable and uh, used the mask of being funny and uh, being able to show a cool, like, oh, look, that shit just disappeared and now it's back, motherfucker. Like that. I'm allowed to cuss. Yes. Okay. I haven't listened to enough. Very much allowed to cuss on here. I thought. um, It was a great way to, it was a, what do you call it? An icebreaker? Like a really good icebreaker. And the two really came naturally to form together because most of the environments that I do magic in Mm -hmm. or did magic in would be like bars or frat parties or, um, well, you know, not when I was in middle school, (laughs) but that'd be, that's (laughs) even more impressive. It'd be like, Hey, everybody, I'm here to show you magic. And then there's just some dude doing a kid stand. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of still how it went. Um, but yeah, doing (laughs) just a lot of guys who know one magic trick and, uh, if you have any other magician, I know you've interviewed a magician uh, once or someone who did magic once. Yes, Shane. Shane. I don't know Shane, but... He's great. You'll love him. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. Um, but but people, a lot of people know one magic trick, and uh, it's it's called the 24-card uh, card trick, and they, it's involved with counting and math, and it's automatic. 
But every drunk guy at a frat party wants to show you the 21 card, or I said 24, the 21 card trick. And uh, they inevitably drop your cards that are like $20 a deck because I use fancy cards because you know, I like using fancy cards. Um, and they, <laughs> yeah, shout out Chris Ramsey, uh, whatever they're called, uh, number ones. I was going to say, $20 First. a deck better. It's, it better be Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Do you use Yu-Gi-Oh cards? <laughs> I could use Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I did in middle school, in fact, do an entire magic trick with Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I loved Yu-Gi-Oh very much. Uh, but until I got into Pokemon, do you ever go to Collector's Cash? I found out in the last episode I listened to, we're similar in age. I'm 25, or oh, I don't okay. know when I listened to it. Uh, <laughs> I was 25 when I listened to the episode. I don't know how old I am now. Um, I, uh, I, I didn't get into Pokemon the card game, okay. but I did get into Pokemon everything else. And Pogo yeah. is still very much on my phone. Heck yeah, uh, same I, with uh, I, my girlfriend. I, I caught a yeah. ball toy before I came in here. Uh, anyone listening to this either doesn't know what that means or they do know what that means and that's even worse. No, or they know when they're like now they know the barrel the bottoms is the fucking spot for ball toids. Yes. Is that yeah. like <laughs> Altoids for ball breath? Yes, Post it's a, DJ? It, yes, it is just a little pill with a sad face <laughs> on just like, yeah, I know what you're using me for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I totally tangented off, but um, there's a yeah, lot I, of tangents. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I did uh, – the magic and comedy kind of came together based on the environments that I was performing in and my – just kind of my tastes. I enjoyed comedy magic. A lot of what I learned um, in addition to magic were like cons and cheats and swindles. Um, yeah. And th- or grifts, as they are often also called, whatever you want to call them. Uh, illegal things to steal people's money. But I did them uh, with a – You did the, them for good. The, the veil of good in that um, – I essentially did them to my mom up until I was old enough to go to bars, and then I went and used them at bars to get free drinks, um, but with both sides knowing what was going on, that it was mm-hmm. a uh, some sort of magic trick or bar bet that if I in, uh, impressed them or fooled them, I would be then awarded with a free drink bought by them. And I stole that completely from like my biggest influence magically and comedically, or in a, not necessarily comedically, but in a big way, uh, Brian Brushwood, who I don't know if you he's no, super popular I do on not YouTube. Know who that is. He's awesome. He wrote literally wrote the book on uh, fire eating, uh, the modern book on fire eating. He's uh, he was the uh, inventor and coiner of the term like bizarre magic. So he does stuff called geek, um, and that would be combined with comedy a lot of times. And geek magic is uh, a form of magic or entertainment because it's not always done as magic. Like, did you see? Um, Oh, the new Guillermo del Toro movie. Oh, yes. The, uh, I, I don't know how he else to He bit off the heads it. of the chickens. I did not, so I didn't oh, see oh, it. Oh, okay. But, uh, I've heard enough about it to be like, oh, yeah. everyone, everyone that's like, a, not a film buff, but like, enough people like this that I should have watched it at yeah. some point. If you have HBO access to it, uh, Nightmare Alley, it's really fucking good. If you just want to watch a person... Um, rise through the ranks of as a sideshow carny to become a mentalist and then uh, become really slimy and use his magic tricks to pretend to be a psychic and then fall back to uh, the absolute bottom lower than he was when he joined the circus as a carny, which if uh, you know anything about circuses or the way they treat people or treated people when they were popular was already pretty fucking low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's a good movie, but it'll bum you out. Gotcha. <laughs> but it's good. Um, it's really good. And a geek is a person who – the, the term has changed a lot, but it's a, traditionally someone 
who does magic tricks or uh, things, stunts with their body. It's uh, like uh, human marvels, they're also called. Um, like the there is a, a, a something called the human blockhead which I perform which you can take something like that pin or like a nail and shove it up your nose like really far and really deep if you've ever seen a guy like um, d take a nail and hammer it into his nose that's yeah. that's what it's called human blockhead okay. and that originated um, I wish I could be a better um, historian no, and know the perfect. person's name no a better historian and know the guy's name but I fucking don't and I'm bad at giving credit um, but it originated. With this guy in the circus, and um, it's a great fucking act, and he was a strong man, I believe, and that's how he coined it, but geek shows up in a lot of performance styles. I, it's also um, like eating glass, walking on glass, uh, sticking, um, st if you've ever seen the guys who do the meat hook through their nose, or they do like a tube through their nose, Brian Brushwood did, he coined the awesome act uh, called like the human tap, where he would stick a surgical tube up his nose, then out his mouth, then wrap it all the way around his head, then stick it to a funnel, and have someone stick uh, pour a beer out the funnel it would go around his head inside his mouth out and then pour back into a cup then he'd give the free beer to the audience member oh jesus and that's what got him touring in colleges in the 90s and or in the like early 2000s and he made a youtube channel uh, with like discovery and it was called like uh it was called uh, scam school yeah and he taught uh, how to be the uh, most interesting person at the bar and in the and in the boardroom and it was uh, basically a way to be just just to have a cool trick or a cool scam that you can show someone and get score a free drink. And it was basically like a, a neat way to teach people magic and the tradition of like con men and stuff like that without calling it a magic trick show mm. because it was right in the time when like uh, the masked magician came out and stuff like that. And like yeah. revealing magic would could get you like fucking killed yeah. <laughs> by magicians, you know, or so. And, and also he didn't want to be associated as a magician because magic wasn't cool. Cause that was like also mind freak era and stuff like that. And while, uh, I give, I don't like Chris Angel anymore, but I give him a ton of credit because he, uh, kept me in magic through my emo phase in middle school. And, uh, and so, like, he, you know, he did that bad stuff, but he, he's a butthole, by all accounts. Yeah. He sues people on holidays. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I love that. But <laughs> yeah. also hate it. Yeah. So, do you, so... Okay, first of all, you're like, I don't give credit to anybody, but I do know the entire history <laughs> of magic. Which is very <laughs> interesting. Do you... I love that geek is, it seems very, like, not on par, but I, I think it's just because of the G's, but it's very on par with almost gimmick of, like, oh, I'm yeah. going to shove this thing up my nose, and then you're going to give me $100. Yeah. And it's like the, uh, I always think back of the old, like, uh, Looney Tunes cartoon, or uh, the Hanna-Barbera. I, I, I love Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Or whatever it was, it was the, where, like, the dude's trying to get the producer's attention he and he does and he's like i've got this amazing trick and then he just blows himself up and the producer's like that's amazing i, I can't i've never seen it before and he's like yeah 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 but i can only do it once <laughs> like that seems like everyone like geeks are just one trick ponies and if you were like okay now can you make a penny appear out of someone's butthole they're like ah <laughs> uh, sorry i can only do the tube thing um <laughs> Wish I could, though. Is it is it kind of like that, or is it more like that if you fit like a mastery of many like uncomfortable arts? So yeah, there's actually a geek magic is derived from a form of 
it, I don't know if it's directly Hindu, but it came from, like, a lot of people credit, like, India and the Middle East to be the first ones, and they're called fakers or fakirs. It's F-A-K-I-R. And they were, like, huh. medicine gurus and witch doctor type people who did magic tricks, uh, homeopathy, and also to prove that they had a relationship on some level, and this might sound problematic, my understanding of this history is not complete, but to prove that they had some sort of relation to the deities or gods that were worshipped by the people of their religions, they would do uh, stunts of human ability, or uh, above human ability, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cool thing, though, that I like about magic and faking and geeking is that um, it isn't above human ability, and that's the whole fucking thing. Like, it's... It's it's like magic tricks, except none of it is fake. Which is so like sword swallowing. Like I don't know if sword swallowers would want to be called geeks, because geeks did used to bite the heads off live chickens and shit. And um, like you know, there's all kinds of dark history in the circus, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, but also, it's super fascinating. And uh, that, but um, but so no, uh, not not really. Geeks, uh, in fact, are some of the only performers who don't use what in magic we call gimmicks. And a gimmick is uh, in magic is something that does it for you or self-working like gotcha. thing. In ma- like um, if I had a card, like gosh, uh, don't don't come stab me with a million small blades. Magic community of Casey, but um, if you like had a card and you held it and then you dropped it and it magically changed, well, that's fucking impossible. No matter how good your sleight of hand is. Um, so that card is doing it. Like there's something magically happening in that card, like whether it's flapping or something's changing, and it's um, and so that card would be called a gimmick, and that is a very one trick pony. And most magic acts consist mm-hmm. of mini gimmicks, combined with you know good storytelling, ideally, uh, in order to make uh, a full show. And then uh, geeks, actually, I would say, are probably some of the most. Uh, you know, self-hating and self-mutilating performers, but also some of the most genuine performers. You know, there's that, like, old quote where it's like, uh, all per- all live performers stand naked at the forum or something like that. Mm. Loosely speaking, talking, you know, like, comedians, everyone, anyone who's talking in a public forum uh, is, is, is very much standing naked and asking to be seen for who, who they are in their heart. And, gotcha. you know, and even though geeks do shocking, uh, scary things, they, they are very much, vul- they are, like, quite literally the most vulnerable you can be because they could die doing mm-hmm. a lot of what they do. Um, I don't do a lot of the stuff that could kill you, but I do some of it. <laughs> what is the one thing that you do where you're like, okay, this is a little dangerous, but it's not going to end my life? Um, well, nobody likes when I eat glass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that but for you either. I, don't, I haven't done it that much, and it's, but, so, like, if, once again, I, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> Sounds like you're at AA, like, I haven't done that much! I've only done, I only do it on Tuesdays after a stressful day! I haven't done it that much. I've done it a few times to get, just to get the reaction for it. I want to work it into an act, but right now my act has been really, uh, like, to kind of go back to what we were talking about before, my, my entire act is pretty tight at, like, uh, like, 15 to 20 minutes, and it is, like, really, I think, really funny. It hits a lot of good point. It, like, it hits a lot of good uh, measures. I know in, like, traditional stand-up, you guys are expected to hit, like, I don't know, like, laughs every, like, three or six seconds. I know there's a number. But in Magic, I get, like, a little bit more buffer time because there also might be something cool happening later. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I, I hit good beats. Um, but I want to expand the show and have it ha- have kind of a... Uh, um, an arc to it where it like starts off funny and then becomes kind of more serious and then like ends funny again because I think like uh, the, the thing I really care about the most whether it's comedy or magic or like even I don't know like music or poetry or anything like that uh, is, is like showmanship mm-hmm. um, 
So like just actually just like, you know, the, the, the base like root primordial feeling of like entertainment of like getting like letting someone suspend their like disbelief in their life to be a little bit better mm. for a little while. Um, sorry, that was trying to be uh, really deep about it, but um, no, what was the question? <laughs> no, that's a good way to describe it of uh, very much like you just want to be able to perform in front of people and give them a good show. Yeah. Which to me, that's what every magician like strives for. I hope it, so, it's, but it's not fucking true. <laughs> what is, so we can kind of get into yeah, this go now. For, go for it. What is, have you ever had like a trick that just didn't go, I, what do you, is it Improper to call them tricks? No, no, no. So in magic, there is uh, definitely like tiers of pretense and being douchebags, um, and and I think pretty much any like you can you can pick it out really quick if they care what you call it. Uh, you know, yeah. whether it's a trick or an illusion, I'm sure is what we're like prestidigitation, which is like super impossible to say anyway, um, which just means doing magic tricks. Gotcha. So no, it's not offensive at, at, at all, at least to me, but you might get like slapped with a white glove by some fancy folk. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so is there, so what has been the worst trick that like and by worst trick I mean like something that's just gone awry, like for you and that <laughs> you've seen in person. First you and then okay, so then in person. A lot has gone shitty for me. <laughs> um, I, I used to do so. Okay, so like I, I'm pretty sure you have not, or at least don't remember seeing me perform ever, right? Uh, mostly. That's okay. No, like, I'm not a fit. Yeah. So anyway, I haven't done it that much. Like, I really, at least not in the community, um, around. But I have a very inappropriate clown magic comedy act. It's it's very sexual. It's very, um, anti-god and very, uh, I I don't know how to put it other than, like, it was not an anti-god. It's just, like, very, it's very, like, this is all bullshit, but I hope that if we together can make something fun happen, it can be beautiful bullshit. And, and that, and then, uh, like I just scream and my, and, um, you know, oh man, um, a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but a few people have con- like compared it to, and I, I don't know, that sounds douchey and maybe arrogant, but like the, the, the pacing or like kind of energy of the improv feeling of like Rick and Morty or um, yeah. if you like, oh gosh, his, his name's Colby, Colby Cusick. Yes, yes, He's yes, fucking Colby. hilarious. I love the stuff he does. And it's the, once again, um, like the pacing of my, of my like speech is very, like it's similar to mm-hmm. his, it's very high paced or very fast paced, very high energy. Um, not as much laughing at myself, but, uh, also, um, but, uh, <laughs> Um, but shit, I did absolutely forget what I was saying. You were saying that what? Your oh, yeah, show oh yeah, what's gone wrong? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. Gone, what's the it, worst it's, thing that's it, happened? It's an adult. What I call it is an adult clown show, and it clown magic comedy show, and it. Um, I do. I also used to do kids' birthday parties, and I didn't change my act except for the actual words. Ah, so this was a self-inflicted wound. It, now I'm... Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I warned them about what they were getting and they, and so the thing was like doing birthday parties for 13 to 14, like which I didn't know people still had birthday parties at that age, which there's nothing wrong with that. I just didn't know that. <laughs> but <laughs> having birthday... I was going to say, there are a lot of 13 year olds that listen to this. Uh, <laughs> you are coming for all of them, Samuel. Yeah, I am. I am. But if you have a birthday party and you're 13 and your parents are cool and like talk about how they're cool it's the best fucking magic show you could have for your birthday party i um uh there's there's 
there's innuendo towards penis, there is cool magic, there is scaring the shit out of your parents with spider, fake spiders, mm. um, hopefully someday real spiders, but I don't like, I don't know, I, I'm conflicted about uh, putting live things in my act. It, yeah. But anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, that's a hard no. I don't like, I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like it when they pull rabbits or like doves out. It's very uncomfortable to me because I'm like, I know... There's been a couple of dead ones that have happened oh. at shows. Oh, in the history of magic, there's uh, horrible treatment of animals. But but knowing personally several magicians who do dove acts and rabbit acts, um, at least those ones who I can speak for, and then like famous people like Piff the Magic Dragon, their pets are treated better than most humans. But 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 that's due to people giving a shit now. But people didn't used to give a shit. So there is a really sordid history of uh, like. Did you ever see um, the Prestige where they like where the no. where they oh, just like not. do the fucking thing, and the and the ca- the disappearing cage just crushes the bird. Like that's real. Like that's that's an uh, old magic trick, and that was the ma- like yes. Uh, really quickly, people like developed a way to have it fly out right or like come out right before the cage disappeared. And now they're so advanced, I have no fucking clue how they work. But back then, that was it. It just it was a it was a thing that looked like a bird cage. Then it mouse trapped the bird, and then you pulled out a different bird. Like and that was <laughs> you know people consisted their whole fucking acts. <laughs> Made. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, killing doves. Yeah. No, I know. But uh, from that came a really neat act where you can uh, bite the head off of a dove and not actually do it, which is neat. Um, fun thing about doves: if you fold their head under their wing, just like with your thumb, gently push it under there, they go into a uh, hypnotize or well, like hypnotize. Hypnot- hypnosis might be fucking fake. I don't know. I have friends who do it and they claim it's real. I don't think it's. Anyway. I'm like, for being a, ma- a magician, I'm like, in being a magician, I'm a huge skeptic. But anyway, they go into what would be kind of called a hypnotic state, and, and they don't move or do anything. So if you the just, doves like, tuck, do. Yeah, the, the okay. doves do. So if you just tuck their head under their beak, or I mean their beak under their wing, they, they're, they just like zonk out, and they're fine, and you can like throw them around, and like throw them in your jacket, and whatever. It's a and dove like, G-spot. It is a dove G-spot. That's do- he's just you can do the same the thing beaches. with chickens. Uh, if, you, if you lie a chicken down... <laughs> Yeah, Dove G spots. Um, oh Dove G spots is uh, that is that soap company's new sexual lube line. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, I'm sorry. I'm trying, to, trying to trying to riff on what you said. <laughs> no. um, but you can do the same thing with chickens. Uh, if you lie a chicken down on its side, you know, like you just like like you do, uh, and you put your finger like an inch away from its eyes, and then run it in a straight line, like. Uh, Great thing to talk about on a visual podcast. I'm doing a physical demonstration, but uh, if you if you run your finger about a foot away from the the chicken's eye uh, mm. over and over slowly, it will enter this trance where it, it's just flop noodle, and uh, okay. and then they're fine and they wake up a little bit later. I don't know what the fuck is up with birds, but you can do weird shit with them. Interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, so my kids act uh, is really cool for 13 and 14 year olds um, uh, because. <laughs> Uh, I'm edgy as fuck for them and their parents, and I do some weird stuff. Um, my act right now ends with uh, me squeezing a, li- uh, a lemon into my eyes and then um, a disappeared thing. Like, magic is so lame when you just talk about it because, you know, none of it's cool. It's hard to do audio magic. Um, but basically, a bill is taken uh, from an audience member. The serial number's written down. It disappears, and then it comes back. And in that, I cut a lemon and uh, squeeze it into my eyes. And if you think you know what happens in this trick because you've seen close-up magic before, um, you're wrong. I, I, there's a little twist in it. Your eye? 
No, no, that'd be <laughs> sick, though. That'd be dope as fuck. Penn and Teller have a trick like that where they ha- – <laughs> well, I don't need to talk about it, but they have uh, the, 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 the chosen card – they take off sunglasses and they're wearing co- contacts that have their card chosen on there. Mm. Yeah, super neat. Uh, super neat <laughs> trick. Uh, but yeah, and then I would do – but when I didn't – I only got like four – like five 13 – like 12, 13-year-old birthday parties and they all thought I was like cool as shit and like gave me like, uh, like five pounds of Panda Express that they got catering uh, to take home as like a tip, which was awesome. Um, but the like – five-year-olds to nine-year-olds parents really didn't uh, appreciate my show. And it's not that I'm inappropriate or sexual uh, directly, but because uh, I did change my act to be totally clean, totally kin-friendly, but still visually the things that happen are very shocking. I still yeah. did the nail in the nose. Okay. <laughs> I still I do a trick that I, I'll show for you uh, at some point if you want to, like if you just want to like plug your sponsors or like the many, many people um, – Yes, who show me it finances right now, to, actually. It's, I know, this, I feel bad. I, I see that we're this isn't almost any, 30 minutes in. This is not for anyone but me. I did come me. prepared, and magic is not the most ideal thing for a vis, uh, for an audio platform. I'll talk, I can tell you after I do this trick, about um, attempting, I, I tried to do okay. a magic trick for, uh, do you want uh, blue, black, or... Um, Maybe just blue or black, I guess. Uh, I will do. I will do blue to give okay. you an idea. Uh, Samuel has an adorable <laughs> little uh, fanny pack oh, uh, with you. a lot of gummy bears, balls, and uh, oh wait, there are they foam noses? Or are they? That's yes, a foam nose. They, they These are, foam are balls, noses. though. I do juggle. That's okay. The, oh, okay. Hell <laughs> <Sorry>. yes. <laughs> I, I do. I do, but uh, not seated and not with the clown nose. On okay. Often. Cool. Cool. And then but he a, has a, a business a, card. A business card. Yeah. Yes. 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 And then is it a? This it, is a balloon puff. Okay. It's yeah. A, it, it <laughs> if looks, you hear that, that's the sound of a balloon. You'll probably hear like. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say someone just crashed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is a balloon pump with two uh, little skinny balloons. Balloon animal balloons. Balloon animal balloons. Yes. Okay. And then what is this trick that you were about to do? Well, um, I set, I set it up. So for the kids shows, I set it up, and I would say. Um, I would talk, you know, I'd be saying stuff before this, but I'll just, you know, cut into my sentence because there's not a reason to give you my whole act. <laughs> but uh-huh. uh, I would say, you know, the first thing I ever wanted to be uh, since I can remember was a clown. And yeah. uh, clowns, if a lot of people don't know this, but clowns are pescatarian oftentimes. They, uh, they only eat uh, clownfish and rubber chicken. And then uh, it fucking <laughs> <boo. laughs> No, no, fuck you. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. And uh, the kids, and then their their kids think it's funny or thought it was funny. I don't do. Just clarify. I don't do them anymore. I chose the the path of of not being seen as a creep in most parents' eyes most of the time when I was getting. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. They liked it, and then the parents would sigh. Um, mm. But then I would proceed to do the trick that I'm about to show you. Um, okay. But I will, for you, I guess okay. I will say it the way I, that anyone who might have seen me do this in an open mic night would have heard it, or okay. similarly to that, because uh, it's I think well slightly funnier. It's just okay. it's more inappropriate. Um, uh, di- sorry, which one did you? Want? I'm letting him uh, blue, 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 blue. He, so he's letting me pick between. He's made me pick between the two balloons. I picked right. up a blue. I am gonna stand up to do this, but um, okay. I'm still gonna lean down. So what I would say is that <clears throat> for this first trick, I'm gonna show you guys. I, I want you all to. 
I just kind of want to tell a story. Uh, I learned this trick uh, when I was on a road trip with my dad. We actually went to the bathroom. Or, uh, well, we didn't go to the bathroom, but I, he went inside to go. We were on a road trip. God he damn pumped it. up the balloon, so and that was a very long balloon. <laughs> thank you for the commentary. Okay. And, and, and he's he, uh, tied off no, the balloon and, and, and my dad uh, went into the gas station to get some snacks while I went uh, to, around the corner on the outside bathroom because, you know, it's a truck stop. And, and I went into the stall because I had to poop. And, and I saw uh, this hole in the stall and I, and I was like, well, gee whiz, what's that? And I heard a guy grunting and groaning on the other side and tapping his foot. And I looked through the hole and I see, um, and I see a guy and he, and he goes, uh, hey, buddy, uh, you want to meet God? And I said, well, I was raised religious, but I And now he's swallowing the balloon. There's a very, there's a very long balloon. Uh, the balloon is the man's penis. Uh, and it is... Oh my god, Samuel has swallowed the balloon to where it is in his uh, esophagus. He's no lo- he is no longer uh, mad that the balloon is in his mouth. He is, in fact, enjoying it. Uh, oh my god, if the balloon comes out of his ass, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, I don't think... Okay, cool, cool, cool. He's going to keep eating the balloon. He's going to keep eating the balloon. Uh, oh, wait. It, no, he's not eating the balloon. It is... He's pulling the balloon out. This is not going as well as it's supposed to be. In fact, this is going about as well as it went on the uh, the worst time at the the Rhino. It, it, it just... <laughs> it, uh, I got it that far. I got it that far, and you can be impressed. But I'll I'll try again. Okay. I'll try again. I'll see um, what I can do. Okay, I'm still going to narrate. Okay, he's yes, please do. Re-saw- he is shoving the balloon in his mouth again. Uh, this is in fact the oddest thing I've ever had on this show, which I'm so here for. <laughs> Uh, this is, this is almost more odd than when Katie Camlin, I shout out Katie Camlin, I hope you're doing well, uh, Lord of the Rings comes out in September, I'm so pumped, uh, but she gave us chips to eat, and, uh, we almost died, uh, he has shoved, essentially, at least half of this, but, bo- no, fuck this balloon, I don't like glue, I don't like glue, we're doing it black, okay, I'm sorry that we started this at 27 minutes and it's now three, 32 minutes. I don't I'm care. I'm aware this is, that <laughs> this is for me. I do not. Audience, I love ev- me. everyone that's listening to this right now. This is for me. Uh, I do the podcast for oh, me. No, I you're fine. I, I do the podcast for me and also to entertain, but this is specifically for me. Uh, just to make sure so that I'm entertained. Pretend I had good timing and just told that joke before about how there was a glory hole and I was naive and then I'm going to meet God and then okay. the penis goes in my mouth and I. Okay. Okay. Cool. He's eating the balloon penis, uh, which is actually going to be the name of my special. Um, I, I also love the idea that this is just a way for him to keep eating balloons. Uh, he has. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, I have to keep talking. I thought he was going to die for a second, because uh, if he does choke, uh, I don't know who to call, uh, besides Ghostbusters. Okay. You know what? I'm, uh, I'm just going to tell you what happens in the trick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a balloon animal? I can also I twist I balloons. Don't, I, don't, I don't want to touch either of those balloons. <laughs> can, we just, can we just, for the podcast sake, tell people that they went about three-fourths of the way down. Think traditional... Traditional balloon animal balloons that you'd see at like Renfest or whatever with Zippy blowing his whistle, and um, they they went really far, okay. And then, but what's supposed to happen? Spoiler, is that I get it all the way in, and then I swallow the whole thing, um, and then I come out and I go, and it turns out both of us are, or, and it turns out we're both atheists. And I like do a little spit, like I, you know, there's a bunch of the fat old load in my mouth, 
and um, and and some t- and well, the laughter happens from the the deep throating part, not yeah. the joke at the end. But um, but yeah, that's. That's the trick I brought for you. I, I will just go ahead and do the nail thing, too, if you want to see it. Yes. It's a real nail. You can okay. check it out. Okay. It is, in fact, a real nail. Uh, audience, uh, <laughs> I love you all. Uh, this is derailed, but I mean, I don't care. I am... So, audience, you can hear this. That's the sound of the nail. nail, and the nail, uh, they would say that you would take the nail and you would hammer it into the center of your forehead, and if you were to okay. draw lines on both sides, the center of your forehead would be right about here. And oh, just... God. Oh, God. He's hammering the nail into his nose. Uh, and it is, oh, 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 it is, oh, God, oh, get out of your nose, Samuel. For Dude, lo- you want to grab it? I don't. <laughs> no, I, no, you can hold your finger out and just no, hold it still. I, I'll pull back. I'm not, I would rather nope, touch okay. the balloon animals. <laughs> oh, go. God. Okay, you got to do it. I'm sorry. That's just to keep it sterile. Yeah. <laughs> he, okay, the reason I gagged. Was because he took the nail out of his nose and then licked it clean. Um, oh my god! I you should have started off with the nail. I'm not going to lie. Um, that's Im- I, can I? That's impressive. No, you do can't you, do another balloon. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we've spent so much time on balloon animals, but I got it. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so um, so that is it. Okay, yeah, sorry, everyone. That's the uh, greatest thing to show on an audio platform is a visual art form. That was but so yeah. much fun for me. Well, good, yeah, That's thank you. That's all I do this for is to make sure that I the, have fun. Yeah, so so did the kids. Uh, the parents were horrified 90% oh, wait, did, oh, wait, of the time. you did the glory hole thing at the No, fun. No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, but they got the joke. I mean, they picked it up right away. Like, yeah. I, I did the... Uh, Okay, so yeah, what I would say is the clownfish and the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the clownfish and uh, rubber chicken. Yeah. And I'd say, but today I'm going to make an exception for you guys. I'm training for a hot dog eating contest, and this is what I call the three foot long. Okay. And that was the joke, and the kids would always be like, ah! especially the 13 and 14 year olds. And, and the, the parents were like, why the fuck did we pay this guy $250? And the mothers would be appalled, and the fathers would be like, yo, what Giving you? me their numbers afterwards. Yeah, they like, yo, where is that bathroom? Because uh, <laughs> I would love to meet God. That's, um, okay, so what is the worst trick that you've seen in person? Oh, like, uh, well, like, worst, ride. yeah, not, not, not worst, because I've seen horrible, like, I've seen, I'm, um, uh, one of the show producers for the local, one of the local magic clubs, the Society of American Magicians, Chapter 38, or Assembly 38, and we do a show every, or every other month at uh, the place that does comedy, the Kick Comedy Theater oh, underneath. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and um, so I've seen a lot, and so, you know, we're a local magic club, I've seen a lot of shitty magic, <laughs> but uh, the one, that, like, the biggest thing I've seen go awry, I was on vacation with my girlfriend and her family in Mexico, and um, she, I, w- there was a free magic show at the resort, and we were really excited to go see it, or I was really excited to go see it, and they came. <laughs> and um, my girlfriend, one I wanted to, he asked for a volunteer of a couple, and we've been together, we've been together for uh, eight years, and you know, better get on that, homie. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I, uh, uh, actually, she fucking won't listen to this. July twenty eighth, baby, you're getting proposed to. Ooh! Oh, shit. Now I really hope for some... She's never listened to a podcast in her fucking do you want me life. To, do you want me to hold this until, like, no, August 2nd? Because no. I will... Oh, no, guess, she doesn't listen to podcasts. No, that'd be... Oh, congrats. Yeah, the 27th? Yes, sir. Nice. Well, I like you were like, oh, congrats, you have another birthday. <laughs> yeah. You're assuming hey, so much. Yeah. You might die <laughs> before then. <laughs> no. Um, uh, but, 
uh, yeah, so we do a magic show, and, and anyway, we've been together for a long time, but we were on vacation, this was like seven years, six, five, I don't know, a while ago, and uh, we were going to see this Spanish magician, and he was great, and he was an illusionist, which, it, like I said earlier, is douchey to make that dif differentiation if, like, you're just showing someone a magic trick, but there is an actual dip. like, an illusionist is someone who goes on stage and does the big box illusions with the pretty dancers mm -hmm. or the hot dance, like, the dudes, it, you know, assistants can be dudes or chicks, but, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, they go up on there with the assistants and do the big, grand show like David Copperfield like he's an illusionist yeah. making shit huge shit disappear yeah and so he um <laughs> he uh he was doing an illusion show and he asked for a, a, a volunteer audience of a couple and I my hand shot straight up and my girlfriend was like no way I don't want to do this um, uh, but but she was like fine because her whole family egged her on into doing it mm -hmm. and then we go up there and he's doing this uh, this this magic trick um, where it's called like uh, I don't well I don't know what it's fucking called but basically what happens is he has two silks which are fancy pieces of cloth he ties them together he sticks one end down um, my shirt he sticks one in, or sorry one in down her shirt and one in down my uh, okay. uh like my pants line but before this we're supposed to hold these and uh something disappears and then magically the thing is supposed to reappear in my girlfriend's shirt when he uh like pulls it out but at, he she like didn't understandably didn't want this random guy shoving something down her shirt so she like and I might be getting some of the details wrong but like she just was like I'll just hold it and he was like okay, okay. just hold tight you know just yeah. cuz cuz spoiler alert magic isn't real and the thing that was supposed to uh, appear there huh? is already there <gasps> you bitch <laughs> i know i know i'm sorry um but uh actually that might be a big that might be an epiphany hot take for some people sorry guys uh, uh <laughs> i still believe in sprites but, but she was like okay i got it i'm holding it tight and, and the second he turns away she like itches her ear or something or d takes her hand away for a split second and the thing he's still holding just falls out of her hand he doesn't see it because we're standing behind him he proceeds to make the thing disappear but the audience is dying laughing and he doesn't know why my girlfriend tries to pick it all up and crumple it back into her oh hand no. but it's not going back in he is like i don't this typically isn't like a laughing point in my show like <laughs> so he turns around and he sees her scrambling and he's like what have you done and he's like never mind and he, and he takes it from her and I know this trick, like, before he's even start, or not before he started, but, like, I, I, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I know that what's going to happen, what's supposed to happen is he makes a handkerchief disappear, it appears in her hands, and then he makes nothing disappear, and then he pulls the two uh, handkerchiefs out of my pants, and he pulls my underwear off. And that's the big laugh, is that yeah. uh, my, he, he's like, well, what happened here? And so... He's just like, oh, what have you done? And like takes her thing and like takes it and is like, ta-da! And, uh, and, then, and then grabs mine and is like, but what has happened here? And takes my underwear. And I just like played it up. And I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck happened? That's my real, like I'm serious, that's my underwear. Like I played it like to, you know, I, I gave, I, we tried to build it back up. But he was like, get the fuck off the stage. That's so bad, dude. <laughs> she I, will never <laughs> be never involved again with magic it. trick. <laughs> the, the one thing that I've seen, I've only ever seen one yeah. true like, comedy magician besides you and it was at the comedy club of kansas city it was just at an open mic i know i've told this story on here before but i again i don't care was his name like rusty did he do the balloon trick also? no he did oh. not do the balloon trick his was uh it was it was wild so okay. he at, he 
looks out in the crowd and he says, I need a, an audience member. And there was this like bachelorette party or whatever. And the whole girl, all the girls are like, oh my God, it's Taylor. Go get Taylor. She wants to volunteer. And they shove this young girl on stage. And he's like, okay, uh, ma'am, what's your name? She says, Taylor. And he says, okay, ma'am, I have three books here. I need you to pick one of these books yeah. and then tell me what and just read until you until i tell yeah. you this a word that's important or whatever yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he's doing what's called uh, a book test which yes. is a magic trick where uh, a, a thought of word or a, a freely picked word uh, is then psychically defined yes and he's like okay uh keep keep reading like she picks a book and her uh, hand or her finger is like strolling the pages and he goes stop and he says what is your was the word that you're pointing at and she says it says pleasure and he goes, okay, cool. And then he puts the takes the book from her, and then genuines my po uh, pony starts playing, and he starts unbuttoning his shirt. I'm the host of the open mic, watching this woman getting harassed on stage. I'm just like, is it oh. corso? I uh, know it was not sorry, corso. Sorry, it was not <laughs> okay. corso. And he starts uh, beginning to like dance to her, okay. and he goes, all right, Taylor. What did you say that word was again? She goes, pleasure. And he rips his shirt off and it's across his chest. Is pleasure holy written across? <laughs> I made the magician say, holy shit. I was no, no, no. I get it. That's fucking awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Was it um, Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler? Maybe. Was I he wearing overalls? I don't know. Fuck. He was not married. Okay, sorry. But he, he, <laughs> he, when I saw pleasure, I went from, oh my God. Oh my God. That yeah. was. That was so close. Uh, <laughs> like it, I, like he had gone over. I was trying to give him yeah. the light, but it was just like I need to see where this goes. I need to see if I need to kick anybody out. Mm, that's the hardest thing, fucking about open mics. Doing open mics as a magician, like there, like there's not a fun, cool, awesome magic trick that's. Or there are there are, but there's only a few that you can do in like three or five minutes because yeah. most of the time you need some setup or you need an audience volunteer. Otherwise, you're doing things that are so small, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. So, like, we, we're often, like, um, at least in open mic worlds, like, hate it, you know, or, like, seen as seen kind of like, uh, like like a prop comic or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also less funny than most prop comics. You but give yeah. yourself, you give prop comics way too much credit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, we are kind of getting towards the oh, end yeah. of everything. Um, the one question that I always kind of ask everybody to prepare a little bit for this for yeah. uh, is what is something that you feel like does not get talked about enough that you want to talk about? Okay, so we didn't cover it at all uh, <laughs> this in this thing because, Good. no, which is fine. No, no, no. I just mean like a. Um, but I haven't performed uh, magic comedy since uh, uh, February. The end of February was the last okay. time I did it. Um, I still love it, and I still uh, am doing it. I'm just, like, quietly working on a new act because I was um, asked to uh, perform or, uh, com compete in a, something called the Stage Magician of the Year Awards for mm -hmm. Kansas so, or, um, or Close-Up Magic. So I'm uh, preparing something new for that, kind of like what you do for, like, The Fringe or something like that. Uh, so I haven't been doing it in a while live anywhere um but but what i do for my professional job is i i work in commercial and television marketing and so i'm around like a lot of film people and film school stuff mm -hmm. and um i uh, what i was going to talk about because it just pisses me off uh with with i with uh you brought it up on the um i think on the last episode with corinne and suchi mm -hmm. about um people complaining about the batman <clears throat> being too long yeah i have never fucking heard the complaint about a movie being too long until this it's year white guys complain about the batman <laughs> no no it's just fucking stupid like you know how long a movie is they have runtimes posted on the internet like why are you complaining about that 
if that like if if you it, like if you go to see a movie. Assuming there's probably um, you probably want to see that movie, and, and if you don't care enough about something to watch it for the amount of time it says it's going to be, don't start it. Like, how can a movie be too long? How can the Batman? I knew, I knew exactly how fucking long it was going to be before I went there, and I was fine with it. I chose it. The only movie that's like too long, and that's because I have sat through the whole thing, is the little Quinn Quinn movie about like. This is a fucking, uh, I think they're like French-Canadian and it's like a little kid who's a cop in a small town or does all these things. It's like a cute, um, I think it was indie, uh, just kind of like a film that came out that was somewhat foreign and somewhat mm -hmm. uh, popping on Netflix for a little bit. But I didn't, like that was, it was like four hours or something like that. Ah, yeah. But, but then, you know, I can't complain because I've watched all of the uh, full, like, extended editions of the Lord of the Rings movies, and those are almost... Yes. <laughs> those are almost like uh... Again, shout out Katie Camlin <laughs> for turning me onto those, but also... Did you... Oh, baby. Are you excited is... for the new uh, uh, show? I am excited. I also like not knowing things. Uh, I don't know so, anything about I, it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was also very much... Uh, I realized today that I that they haven't done, like, a trailer or anything since, like, the Super Bowl, and I realized that today. Oh, that's and not I was good, like, is oh, it? Well, it's not that it's not good it's it means nothing it's just like um oh this comes out in september yeah and it's just and it's kind of like okay do we get and they'll probably do something for comic-con at some point that's probably yeah. if i had to pick a date if i had money on it <laughs> yeah. i would probably like okay they're putting in a comic-con but no you are um i i 100 agree with you on your take about the batman and take about or just long. generally speaking that's a that's a weird thing for a long form art form like yeah. you know what i mean like a weird complaint <laughs> My, my complaint of it, uh, or at least that, uh, not not nearly as many people. Pacing say, can be shitty. Like that can happen. <laughs> Pacing can be shitty. What I what I um, and this again, we it's so funny that we've t we've tied it all back around because I'm gonna complain about Stranger Things here in a second. But the that was the I totally uh, yeah. Who gives a fuck? Nineteen hours or whatever. It's so I did the math. I believe it was thirteen hours. For uh, nine episodes, but then I did more math on. If you hear the train in this, I'm sorry, guys. We're next to a train. The mic's facing that way. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. I did the math on it because I am a straight white guy with no other better things to do in my life. Fuck me. Um, the entirety of the six. Six episodes of Kenobi on Disney Plus. This is getting so nerdy. I can't help but like preface this, guys. That if, <laughs> if you've gotten in this far, you you've earned what you're getting. Are we at a at a tight hour? Because I do, uh, like I I don't want to go over, but I do based on what you just said about the nerdiness. I just I I've only listened to several episodes, uh, but I have I have things I've observed about Lynn from the a Ooh, few okay, episodes. I'll wrap this, I will wrap this up so quickly. Um, basically, Keno all six episodes of Kenobi is barely longer than the last two episodes. Of Stranger Things, which is very interesting to think about, uh, and the two and a half hours of Stranger Things for the finale is almost as long as the Batman. When you don't think about credits, anywho. Okay, what have you learned about me? I, okay. hate, I hate me, but I would like to know what's 
someone that I just met has learned about me. Yeah, this no, I'm sorry. Funny. I Yeah, this was if, like, things went horrible right at the beginning and you were like, you don't fucking perform anymore, you work in film and TV. No. And, like, no, I'm just kidding. No, you not that you would be... film and TV? That, yeah, well, sorry, commercial marketing slash film and TV. I've worked for, like, Star Wars fuck? commercials. Why did, why did we not start off with this? <laughs> I have a... Because I'm uh, under a ton of NDAs. I just did uh, something for the NFL. Like, I just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're coming back. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah man. NDAs got to run out at some oh, point. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they don't, but I'll... They, no, they won't listen to this. Okay. Who on the NFL is going to hear this? Oh, like, no offense. Will, there will be people. I will, add, I will add your girlfriend and the NFL. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but what have you learned about me that everyone on this podcast doesn't already know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, so episode about the Browns very early on. I don't oh remember what the God, name was called. You, uh, you like... I'm a completist, as some people call it. I, uh, I listen to... I don't want... I'm not very interested. I was going to try to listen to every episode before I came in and do all of them because I was so nervous. Uh, just oh like... Oh, my God. You're so sweet. But also, <laughs> God damn it. Well, no. I just don't want... You know, like, I've never been on podcast. I don't know what to fucking talk about. Like... Right now, I'm thinking, like, oh, uh, people are going to skip this episode. But who knows? Maybe they'll like it. Hey. Anyway. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So episode about the Browns. Uh, you like sports and sexy Batman cartoons. A side note, I um, used to do a collage every single day for 222 days on Instagram. And I did one uh, when they when the, the DC guy was like, heroes don't do that about sucking dick yeah, or and then, pussy or yeah, whatever. And Sorry, that both, like the word, most foulest way to see either of those things. Yeah. Uh, but it was... Uh, 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 the Batman um, sucking the Joker's dick. I just took like some vintage gay <laughs> porn and then uh, put the heads over each other. And I said, and the title of it was "Heroes Definitely Do That." <laughs> and, I uh, love that. Yeah, um, uh, it didn't get flagged on Instagram, which is weird because <laughs> I've been flagged for less. <laughs> but <laughs> flagged for less. I do. I do a lot of uh, like vintage porn collages. <laughs> Where I just cover up the genitals barely, and you still get what's going on. <laughs> Corinne knows. She follows. Oh, you know Corinne? That's Dude, so... Dude, I know several of the backyard people, and then yeah. loosely, like, um, you know, like... I, I, I know a lot of the people. I just don't know if they know me, because I don't perform that much, and, yeah. like, I don't want to be like, oh, we're friends, but we're as much... Like, I think Corinne and I are friends, but it's, it's weird to call people your friend when you don't really... Corinne you know. is friends with most folks. Yeah, I, I, no, I, totally. I love that young woman yeah. so much. She's fucking dope. Yeah, no, I loved the last episode you guys just did. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Sexy Batman cartoons, I had... Uh, yeah, uh, Isai one. Uh, Nepal is where Sherpas are from. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you know, like the Shout people who lead the white people yes. like us out the mountains. <laughs> um, and you like calling people Renaissance folks um, who are multi talented. Dude, I do. It's so, but it's so wild because. No, okay, it's true. So, um, I don't know. I, I hate that I relate to this, but I'm also big into. My wife's very big into anime, and I'm trying to get her into doing, like, a project with that. But uh, I love in anime that whenever, like, they have a thing, they just develop that thing. Yeah. And, and But that's not how it is in real life at all. <laughs> like, no one becomes the master of, like, everything. Like, obviously, LeBron James is the master of basketball. Tom Brady yeah. is a master, uh, the master of football. Okay. But, like, they have multi-avenues that they go down. Business ventures, fashion, yeah. sport, uh, obviously sports. Sports, movies, entertainment—they do whatever. They, it's always like focused on one thing, and I'm always more intrigued by like Renaissance people, like yeah. Renaissance folks. Wherever, like, oh, I can sing, I can dance, I can produce, I yeah. can do all of this, because uh, I feel like uh, not society, but just like people are said 
go do this focus on this be great at this and now lead to other avenues but then like people like um like isai like phil morris like evan and casey they become very good oh my gosh they're evan and casey power fucking couple dude (laughs) so good so go ahead no they're so good at they're so good at comedy they're so good at performing and then they're also good at music and producing and filming and doing these other things yeah they do that um they do that like play along yes, now play-along. i haven't been but i that looks cool it's, it's like a jam sesh mixed with a little bit of funny my maybe? mom and dad went to it they yeah? took a photo uh, and they were like <laughs> was their fisting came... talked about uh, no, i just so. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i uh, yeah anyway was that wait was that another episode <laughs> yeah Jay, okay, apparently but... your mom went to a thing and your dad is like uh your dad like who's jake redpath and the mom's like oh you know the fisting one yes yes like, that anyway, is that yeah, is sorry to tell your own joke no boy. that it's me telling a joke of another comic <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. just being described by that joke <laughs> yeah which is so good oh yeah and the, uh the aaron scarborough episode not uh i haven't listened to any of the newer ones but the first aaron scarborough episode uh the invasion of the cat my note on that was the invasion on the capitol uh, seems cool question mark <laughs> <laughs> only in aaron scarborough's eyes uh, you seemed agreeable <laughs> no, just, <laughs> Well, Samuel, I this has been so much fun. Yeah, uh, a couple of wrap-up questions. Yeah. Uh, one, did you have a good time? Oh, I had a great time. Thank you for having me, man. Great. Cool. Uh, two, are we friends? I would hope so by the Heck end yeah. of this. Heck okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Heck and then yeah. three, um, who is somebody that you think I would have fun talking to who would like to be on here that you would listen to if they were on a podcast? Well, do you do like uh, is it like I know so I I know you did Isai, but like is it primarily still uh, comedy people though, it or is, is it like pr- is primarily whoever will talk to me? Yeah, I love talking to comedy people. I I, I have a dream list of people I want to yeah. talk to in terms of just celebrities, but then also people around Kansas City that I would like to get, but it just becomes a scheduling conflict, conflict, and then also just. Uh, they won't respond to my messages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, man. I don't know. Like the uh, there's some like awesome comedians in town, but I bet you know them better than I do. And then um, uh, <laughs> name names. They want them there. <laughs> they stroke their eagles, you bastard. <laughs> stroke their eagles. Stroke their eagles. Come on. Stroke their egos, you son of a bitch. Um, yeah, uh, great comedians, and I'm sure I've seen by scrolling through your episodes, you've had them all on. But uh, some magicians that might be fucking cool. Um, like, I don't know if you've had Corso on. He's funny as fuck. I have not had Corso so, on. Like, that is a complaint of mine that I have <laughs> Oh, he, one of the dreams? Because uh, you, is... you had um, Poe. Yes, I had Patrick on. He's, like, good friends with him uh, yeah, or something? So. Okay, yeah. I like We're all Patrick's. Friends with each I don't other. know him, but I like his short films, and I want to meet him. I just don't know him. Shout out Patrick Poe! Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but, um... Uh, shit, yeah, uh, but you've had him on, so, uh, good magicians in town, oh, gosh, I, the best, uh, would probably be, like, Willie the Wizard is a good guy, um, or the coin wizard, Willie, um, Sean Rivera, but I don't know if they'll be interested. Sean Rivera would be great to talk to because he used to be a Ronald McDonald clown, and now he's a professional, you know, he, like, does magic, I believe, full-time. Okay. Um... But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Davis could be cool. He's funny as fuck. <laughs> the account. Davis, give me financial advice on everyone when I bring you on, okay? Uh, as always, thank you all for listening. I know that you have a lot of options for a podcast to listen to. And I'm happy that you're listening to me and Samuel yell into my phone for an hour. Uh, as always, I have been... Oh, do you have anything to plug that you uh, have? Uh, social media, shows upcoming, anything like that? Um, so No, I don't have any shows upcoming. Uh, I guess... You, so I'm on Instagram as Samuel under 
underscore Bricker. You can follow that. But uh, there's like links. Uh, there's a rabbit hole of Instagrams that I have. I have my comedy magic uh, Instagram that is one deeper called Stuntman Lunchbox, which is almost also my stage name. Um, and then because <laughs> I do, I, I, it. I, I you know, it, um, and then there's one deeper that goes to a collage page. So if you want to follow any of those, you can. You don't have to at all. But what I should shout out is my uh, the music video production company that I work with uh, directly called Nine Two Never. That's N I N E. The number two and then NVR. We make um, relatively reasonably budgeted music videos for local artists, and we're really passionate about it. And um, we put out some really fucking awesome stuff. And we have a live show going on uh, July 23rd called the Annual Clock, and it's our first one. And we'll have every perf- every artist that we've had that we've made a music video for performing live, mm-hmm. as well as raffles and other things that you can do. Um, I'm one of the people helping produce the show, but also I'll just be there having a good time. And if you want to see a magic trick, I bet I'll have something to show you. Hell yes! Uh, Samuel, again, thank you for coming on to this show. As always, I have been Lynn Navratil. I have been Samuel Bricker, a.k.a. Stuntman underscore Lunchbox, which and, I didn't cover earlier. And take oh. your... No, you're fine. You, uh, we are literally <laughs> ending this show, and that's why we love everybody. Bye! Yeah. No, that's-